Hi, this is Steve Halpern with Super Anti-Aging Podcast. Remember, this is the podcast. If you listen really carefully, you'll be younger at the end of the podcast than you were at the beginning. I look through many, many studies every day. You know, I read journals and I even go to clickbait and I try to go to original sources. Well, a new study just came out. Now listen to this. One of the leading causes of death, right? The leading cause of death is being born. <laughs> and the reason I cite that is because there's so many supposed studies that people look at, again, often they're clickbait, that are really correlation studies they're not cause and effect. And correlation studies are basically the weakest studies and many times they're designed to uh, formulate a hypothesis where you can actually do maybe a clinical trial, a double blind, you know, the gold standard double blind placebo control study where you have one group gets the dummy one and the other gets the good one those are pretty good. The limitation with those are they usually look at one thing and humans are very complicated and if you're doing supplementation, it's often the mixture of things that has an effect. But because of this model, of the drug model, you don't test multiple drugs in a clinical trial. Use one. So I, I just wanted to bring that up. And and also the other studies often, they have some use, you know, they're called meta-analysis. And they go through a search of many, many studies. And often, unfortunately, they nitpick the ones that uh, are most favorable for what they're looking at. And then they come to a conclusion. Well, the studies are only as good as the studies. So what I really prefer, for many years, I've been part of, uh, you know, integrative medicine. And there are numerous uh, integrative journals and uh, magazines where you had case histories. And when you saw enough health professionals finding the same thing over and over again, because remember, the purpose of studies is reproducibility. A scientist does a study and details exactly how it was done. And then other scientists, researchers, are supposed to find the same result. If they find an opposite result, mm, then there's some questions. So that that's the study part. Now let's go into some nitty-gritty stuff. Blood sugar. There's an interesting observational study and meta-analysis study that showed that 10 minutes after a meal can help balance out and lower some blood sugar. Well, how about half-hour walk after a meal? But also, as I've said in previous podcasts, move, 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 move. When you move as opposed to standing still, the body starts to activate its energy system, and often you can help um, balance out the blood sugar.
and why we're on the topic of blood sugar, some of my favorite blood sugar control nutrients. Cinnamon, really nice. Good studies on cinnamon, good studies on adequate B vitamins. Again, I saw a study, oh my goodness, the studies, oh, someone wound up in the hospital because they took 500, 600 times, you know, B6. Who's going to take five, six hundred, you know, times vitamin B6? That's kind of silly. And that was an individual situation. For instance, the most deadly over-the-counter drug is Tylenol. And Tylenol is given out like candy. Okay, you got this, take some Tylenol, take some Tylenol. But if you do a search, you'll find that the leading cause of emergency room visits for liver problems is Tylenol. Even in a normal dose. So people can have individual reactions. So because this person, maybe maybe you got, you know, uh, a thousand people who took 500 times a B6, nothing happened to them. Okay, We've seen high, high levels of vitamin D in the blood. They don't have any effects at all. Okay, No symptoms, no abnormalities. But they'll tell you, oh, be careful, vitamin D might be dangerous, might give you a heart attack, might give you this, might give you that. You got to go to the sources. How many practitioners have found this over and over again? And that's why I like, you know, case histories. Okay, so we talked about studies. I mentioned I'm on the topic now of blood sugar. And what I'd like for, oh, getting back to blood sugar, a uh, question a patient asked me was, you know, are the high sugar f- fruits, bad high sugar fruits, and good high sugar fruits? And, you know, the confusion is that, well, how many are you going to eat? You're going to eat a pound of grapes? You're going to eat a pound of cherries? Come on. Yes, juices can be a problem. You know, because you have no fiber in the juice to help with blood sugar control. So uh, I try and avoid the juices and eat the whole fruit. Yes, there have been some good studies on blueberries and cranberries, you know, hard uh, effects on cranberries. Okay, but then let me, let me not go all over the place with a blood sugar control. I think as an anti-aging, and I've taken it myself, <clears throat> uh, I think there is benefit to metformin if it's appropriate for you in controlling uh, blood sugar and insulin levels. Certainly um, doing some exercise, as I like to do, where you're doing some, maybe some, uh, not just where you're doing some anaerobic exercise, where you're lifting some weights or doing stretching can help. Um, Certainly, as I said at the beginning, a walk would be nice. Um, The key is blood sugar and the microbiome. I often now ask myself and my patients, how old is your microbiome? (laughs) Big effect on blood sugar. Both ways, the sugar affects negatively the microbiome, and a good microbiome can help with blood sugar control. So that's really, really important. And another study, uh, what I call a 
duh study. It's a duh study because it's so obvious. It was shown that processed foods, a processed food diet can be detrimental and might lead to dementia and early death. What? Like, we didn't know that. You know, we didn't know trans fats are bad. We didn't know that processed foods are bad. Remember, when you're taking processed foods, often they lack nutrients. And then when you look at labels, you'll see um, a list of sometimes added vitamins. Why? Okay, because it was government required. Because it was realized that in processed foods, things were missing. You know, certain B vitamins and maybe iron were missing. So it was required that they put it back. <laughs> Imagine, they're putting back what they're taking out. How, how really um, crazy. So we talked about studies. We talked about blood sugar. Another really, to me, important topic is poisons. Now it's the forever plastics, and of course it's the GMOs and the pesticides and oh, endless, endless, every place is poison. And you can give yourself a great deal of anxiety just thinking about it. And then you're left with what? Well, you can't breathe the air because the air is polluted. Can't drink the water because the water's polluted. I can't afford bottled water. I can't do them. Okay, what's the key? The key is protecting yourself so that your body is detoxifying constantly on a detoxification process. What organ detoxifies? Your liver. So if you're stressing your liver with known toxins, certainly alcohol and and even recreational drugs and nicotine and smoking and a very... I'm not quite clear yet. I think for some people, um, a combination of a high-fat diet and carbohydrates is not the way to go and probably going to stress your liver. A lack of B vitamins is going to stress your liver. Even genetically, um, a lack of glutathione production. A, you know, as you age, you produce less glutathione in your liver less protection. So what I like to do is go through nutrients that have some detoxification. And one of the things I like is, of course, you know, the right probiotics, right fiber. Occasionally I'll use zeolite. Uh, zeolite is kind of a clay that absorbs toxins, but you really want to take it away from uh, your vitamins and uh, Dr. Liss mentioned to me that uh, it can absorb medication. So she had a patient who was on a psychoactive medication, and when they did the blood level, <laughs> couldn't find any. But the zeolite is great for poisons. Occasionally some, if you know you're really exposed, you know, a little charcoal. You know. <laughs> one, one of my clients um, told her boyfriend to uh, take some charcoal. You know, he had some gas and problems. I mean, not particularly into health. And he said, charcoal? Well, use charcoal for barbecue. <laughs> I guess if it's new to you, you know, you might not uh, understand that. So again, standard, you know, um, nutraceuticals, you know, glutathione, whether you take it liposomally or you're taking a pill or you're taking a powder, 
can help. Uh, after 30 years of, of talking with some of the best glutathione researchers over the years, uh, there's a lot of nonsense going on. Well, you don't absorb a glutathione, it's broken down. You'll absorb glutathione. The amino acids might be broken down, but then they'll build up. And so they said, well, glutathione is not absorbed directly into the cell. Well, maybe, maybe not, but it can be broken down, and the building blocks can. What's kind of interesting about pollution and smoking, especially for smokers, is that when the lungs are exposed to more pollution, the liver will send out more glutathione, which leaves less glutathione for the liver to detoxify all the poisons. Remember, the purpose of the liver is to break down poisons, process different chemicals, and then make them safe enough to go to your kidneys so you don't wind up with um, poison going to your kidneys. So again, how to protect yourself from the toxins. And I think there's something to the mask. You know, if I'm really in heavy pollution, uh, I might wear a good mask, not just for, you know, viral protection, but, you know, for those particles. Maybe having a really good air filter in your house. Uh, this is a number that I have tested and, and recommend that really can take out some of the, you know, very, very small particles, which can be dangerous to both your brain and your heart. Not a good thing. So let me get back to, you know, how would you protect yourself? Vitamin C. I like regular vitamin C. I like the bisomal vitamin C. I think they're all, they all offer protection. Again, I've said this in previous podcasts. Arlipoic acid can help. One of my favorite, again, is uh, Vitalica, Vitalica Physician, which has the sulf produces sulforaphane. And there was a really good study done in China, in Beijing, where there was lots of pollution, and it seemed to help break down some of the poisons. If you're interested in Vitalica Physician, uh, please contact me. Uh, we've been uh, selling, or my brother's been selling it for many, many, many years, and we have a lot of clients. Um, it really is the best uh, sulforaphane source products. There are lots of things out there. And as I said early in the podcast, I like physician and uh, practitioner. It doesn't have to be a physician. It can be a chiropractor, naturopath. Feedback, and there's so much good research behind um the Vitalica-based uh, uh, sulforaphane. So getting back into the topic of detoxification, um, let me sum up again. Fiber, supporting your glutathione, vitamin C, maybe charcoal, maybe saunas. A lot of people like the saunas, you know, to sweat it out. You know, that, that's another good way to go. But trying to stop... And even exercise. Well, you don't want to exercise in the middle of, uh, you know, high pollution time. But, you know, that can help. So my advice is do the best you can, but stop making yourself obsessive about it. Oh, my God, this and that and, the, and you know, too many poisons. And then you get anxiety and stress, and that can affect your detoxification system. So if you're a subscriber... Thank you very much. If you're not, please subscribe so you'll get all the uh, great anti-aging news. Please share this on your 
social media. I really appreciate getting new listeners. And if you have questions or comments, uh, please let me know. So uh, stay healthy, stay well. Again, uh, thank you so much for listening.